Hi, I'm Colleen Nelson, licensed therapist, trauma expert, and fellow badass woman ready to rise up right alongside you. This podcast, Let the Rest Burn, is for the woman who has ignored, attacked, or even silenced her inner voice because she thought it was broken and needed to be fixed. It's for the woman who is ready to rise up and fully step into her desire, her joy, her full power, and make the impact she was destined to make. For the woman who cannot stand one more second waiting, watching, and witnessing the world crumble and is ready to rebuild and expand into a better future. For a woman who is so done trying to fix the world, she decided to start with healing herself and she let the rest burn. So welcome back to Let the Rest Burn. Today's episode is still in our Wounded Child series. And this time we're talking about why the inner wounded child has us continuing to chase money and why our resources, our ability to use, to connect with, to be comfortable with money gets affected by the wounded child. Okay, so I'm going to make this more of a personal episode, which I think is important. You'll need to hear how the wounded child has affected me, how it's shown up, even though I know the shadow work, even though I know this stuff is is relevant, um, you can't always stop it, right? It's extremely subconscious. It's very much in your nervous system. And you learned these behaviors, thoughts, experiences in childhood. So you can't always think your way out of them. You have to to feel your way through them. So the wounded child shows up for me with money in a very chasing, frantic, uh, impulsive energy. But mostly it's this, this tie to this experience of when I receive money, when I receive resources, I don't trust myself with them, right? And and it's not that my adult brain doesn't trust myself, right? I've done a lot of money work. It's that there's a core piece of my nervous system that was established as a child that is wounded around this particular human experience. And this comes from the way that we watch People in our world as children handle, deal with, and spend and receive money. This ties into work as well, you know, how people earn a living, uh, what they do for a living. Um, All of our woundedness around this gets played out subconsciously as we're adults. A lot of times people wonder, you know, well, why, you know, why don't? I ask for that raise. Why do I struggle and feel guilty when somebody gifts me money? What is this weird, uncomfortable feeling when I get a promotion? Even though I know I earned it, there's something inside of me that says you're unworthy of this. It's extremely confusing to many of us because obviously we all know money is good, right? It's it's a really beautiful resource that can do a lot of good, but there's a lot of the contradictory messaging that money is bad. To have more money is bad. To be rich is greedy. To ask for more is wrong, right? I'm sure all of you have heard these statements. 
it's not the money itself that's greedy. It's not the money itself that's bad. Money is a construct. It's just a exchange of energy between people. It's not the money that's corrupt. It's the people that are handling it, right? And so we have to disconnect the resource from the statements. And our wounded child is really attached to this identity of feeling guilty and feeling unworthy because as a child, we primarily take all the responsibility for things that have happened in our life. We take that on into our body because we don't know better. We don't have the filter of, wait a second, this isn't about me. As a kid, everything is about you. Literally everything. Like in your mind, mom and dad are stressed because they couldn't pay the bill. It's my fault because I wanted that Lego toy in the store the other day and they bought it. Now we can't have hot water, right? Like legitimately our brains will make that connection and we truly believe it in childhood. So if we saw our parents hold money tightly, right? Like if we saw them afraid to spend it, our wounded child is going to have that fear. Is The second you receive money, you're going to feel that clench in your body of like, oh my God, you know, what if I lose it all? Um, and oftentimes the other shadow archetypes get involved here too, right? They'll, they'll do the opposite of what the wounded child wants them to do because they're trying to fight this uh, primary wounding that's happened. The rest of the 12 archetypes are in reaction to the wounded child, right? She's the original shadow. And so our, our money and our resources and our work and our business is all a reflection of this wounding and how we've adapted to it. So one of the shadow archetypes in the future is the saboteur, right? Think about all the ways people sabotage themselves with money and work and resources. It comes from this deeper place of wounding. I am unworthy of receiving money. It is not safe for me to spend it, right? That feeling inside of you is what fuels the rest of this. So I want you to think back. The last time you purchased something, you made an exchange of money that was a like a bigger exchange. And I want you to think about how that felt in your body. So for me, uh, travel is a big part of how I spend money. I love to travel. I love to go on retreats as much as host the retreats. So I purchased, you know, a bigger retreat. And I remember feeling that exchange. The first feeling for me is excitement, right? I get like tingles all over my body. I feel alive. I get that dopamine hit of spending the money. Uh, that is one of my reactions is I get excited. And then I get into a place of like panicked energy where now I have to chase down all of those dollars in order to make it safe for me to have spent that money. So it doesn't matter if I have that money in my savings account or in my checking account and I you know openly exchange it. It's this feeling of you're never going to get it again, right? If I give away this amount of money, it was eight grand, right? So it's a big amount of money. If I give away this eight grand to this incredible retreat, 
I am going to never get that back. And this is money that's just gone. And so it's this panic, like, okay, well, what am I going to sell or what am I going to do? Or how am I going to make that up? This comes from like that core woundedness of money doesn't serve you. It's not going to show up for you. You're not going to make it. It's always something you're going to be chasing. That core woundedness that I have, this, this fear around scarcity that there isn't enough for everybody and I have to run as fast as I can to the middle to grab everything I possibly can. It, it keeps me from being able to just relax and enjoy and be at peace when the money's coming in or when it's not coming in. Now, there's very legitimate safety concerns around money, right? Like there, there are people in the world who do not have enough resources to survive. And it's extremely reasonable for their body to be in fight or flight over that because of their circumstances. That makes sense. And eventually, we I hope to live in a world where we, we don't have that experience for part of our population. But if you are in a position of some privilege, which I will acknowledge I am, if you're in a position where you have the opportunity, the talent, the credentials, the business to make money, to go get another job, to figure out your finances, there should be a groundedness that's like, you know what, if I lose it all, I can make it all back. You know what? If that doesn't show up, it's okay because it will show up in a different way. That trust, that innate trust that you will be served, that you will be okay, that you are worthy of more. And every human being is, right? Like, again, money's a construct. It's something that we created in order to exchange energy, time, and goods. And every human on this planet has time, energy, and goods they can exchange. What we make that mean is what is tied to our deepest core wounds. And I see this all the time. I see this with people who have millions of dollars, but because that money is tied to a core wound, they don't have joy in spending it. They don't have joy in receiving it. It becomes this almost like duty. It becomes this um, curse. And you see the effects of that. Right. So it's not it's not that having millions of dollars automatically gives you this release from the wounded child. Oh, no, she's still there. You still have to wrestle with her no matter how much money you have. It's about recognizing that you are worthy of love, of time, of connection. You are worthy of people in your life that honor you and honor who you are. And to acknowledge and to hold space for that little child who didn't believe that they were worthy, who had fear around when they were going to get the next hug or the next feeling of love and allowing them to just surrender to the fact that it's scary, it's hard, but it's going to be okay. And Holding space for your wounded child is one of the best ways we can heal her. And so I always say integration is such an incredible part of the money experience. So if you receive a penny on the ground, okay, you are walking down the street and you see a penny and you pick it up and you're like, okay, this feels good. I want you to recognize you were just gifted 
a resource right there. You take that moment to breathe it in. You take that moment to see the universe is here for you. You recognize how it feels to just receive it. And you hold space for that wounded child who has lots of opinions about it. Breathing is an important part of this, right? Like when we hold space, what that means is we allow our body to feel what it needs to feel. And you don't move away from it. So holding space for yourself is really about being the adult you never had, right? Being that ideal adult that just says, it's okay, I got you, let's feel this. It won't last forever, right? It's usually a wave that comes through us, but this is how we reorient the wounded child to our present moment, or we can say, hey, we are the adult now, we get to make the decisions now. And today we're gonna make a different decision. Boundaries, your capacity to actually change behavior and patterns, This is what reinforces to the wounded child that you are listening. So if I keep spending money and then chasing money, the wounded child gets reinforced every time I do that, that money is scarce and I need to do this. Okay, so if if that's what's happening, then she's never gonna reorient. But if I spend money and then I integrate, I turn inward and I let myself kind of, just soak in the goodness and ride the waves of whatever's coming up, she starts to look around and say, wait a second, this isn't as scary as I thought it was. And it's a very different experience. So I invite you today. I invite you to hold space when you spend money and when you receive money and notice what comes up without moving away from it. Don't feel like you have to grab it and make it your identity. Don't feel like those feelings have to overtake your body. They're just coming up to inform you. It's just your wounded child saying, hey, this is an old story that I have in in my body and I need to make sure this is accurate or not. Hold space and respond kindly as if you are the parent you never had. And I say that like, it doesn't matter how good your parents are, right? No parent is going to tell you exactly what you can tell yourself because they don't know what you need to hear. They can do that their very best, but you can be the parent that you never had. You can be the person that says, I see you, I honor you, let's work through this. So thank you for joining me today. I look forward to speaking with you next week. If you missed the last two weeks, we actually talked about the wounded child and the body. And we introduced the series of the wounded child two weeks ago. So be sure to kind of tune back in as we move through these archetypes. We have got one more next week is the wounded child in your relationships. So this will be a good one. I hope you all have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your day. And I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate every single second that you chose to set aside for you and the impact that you're going to have on the world today. To be inspired, to be seen, and to hold space starts with the very actions we take with ourselves. Look at the show notes for more information, like and subscribe, and share with friends if you feel inspired to. 
And as always, let the rest burn. Burn.